We are on Yavamos Tes Amabez 9b1 in the Art School Gemara. The, just to provide context, in the last recording, we started this discussion. Levi said that, uh, he asked that we should have a 16th case. Why don't we have a 16th case in the Mishnah? The Mishnah only has 15 cases where there's no mitzvah to do Yivam or to do Chalitza because your sister-in-law is also related to you in some other way. And he says there should be a 16th case. And Rebbe says back that there is no 16th case. Which 16th case are you referring to? He says that if you're referring to a case where your sister-in-law, your brother, married somebody, who and who was that person? That person was also the person that your your father uh, raped. And that's the person that your brother married. Uh, and it's also your, it happens to be it's it's your mother, you the live brother. It's your mother, but your brother uh, is uh, is a child from from a different uh, from a different person. Uh, and he married. He ended up marrying the person that uh, his father raped. He says that's really subject to dispute. That's Rebbe says that that can be part of the mission because that's subject to dispute. According to some opinions, according to Rabbi Yehuda, that. If the brother were to marry such a person, so then that wouldn't even be viewed as a legal marriage. It wouldn't be viewed as a legal marriage. If it's not viewed as a legal marriage, so then there's certainly no mitzvah of Yibam or Chalitza. That's not even discussed in our Mishnah. That's something which is uh, really for the next Mishnah, but that's not even viewed as a legal marriage because that's just, um, that's not, that's uh, halakhically not viewed as a marriage. According to others, it would be viewed as a marriage, but since it's subject to dispute, so our Mishnah is not discussing disputes. Our Mishnah is discussing clear-cut, very, uh, everyone agrees to the laws of our Mishnah. And the Gemara had a few questions uh, on, on that approach, that the Mishnah doesn't have any disputes. So the Gemara is going to ask now another question that we, f- we find from elsewhere that they do discuss disputes, even within our Mishnah, that disputes are discussed. And just like the other cases... This case also is something which will be discussed in greater detail uh, later on in this tractate, later on in the Masechta. This happens to be a very confusing Gemara because it's going to be discussing cases of uh, really where you have to know the entire family picture and it's hard to hard to put it in your head. And so we will be discussing this later on in the tractate. So I'm going to try to give the shorter version. We'll try to go through this a little quicker because we will get to these details uh, later on in the track date, but I'll try to give just what's necessary to know uh, for uh, for this Gemara. But it, I, w- I will preface by saying that it, this is uh, confusing. Uh, so just uh, some of the details that you should, you should know before we read the actual Gemara. Uh, there's the Mishnah discusses later on a case where, let's say, you have four brothers. Let's say you have four brothers. Uh, two of them are married to two sisters. So you have two brothers that are married to two sisters. The other two brothers, we, uh, let's say they're single. They're not married, to make it less confusing. So two brothers are married to two sisters. And those two brothers, they happen to die at the same time, such that now these two sisters, there's a mitzvah of Yibam or Chalitza to, for the other two brothers who are alive now to the two sisters. Now, these two sisters, they weren't uh, they weren't married originally to the same brother. They were married to different brothers. 
But now they're called what we call zakak liyibam. They are now in this state of where e- there's either the mitzvah yibam or the mitzvah chalitza will be done in this state. And what the law is, when you have such a scenario, the law is that you do chalitza to both. We do not do the mitzvah of yibam. Why don't we do the mitzvah of yibam? Because this is a situation where since both are now what we call zakak liyibam, they already have this, they have a certain relationship already to each brother, each live brother, the two remaining live brothers, they have this a certain type of relationship. And and it's a, you, we don't allow a brother to marry uh, two sisters. It's not allowed. You're not allowed to marry two sisters. And it's even though they're not viewed as married, they are viewed as being in some sort of type of a relationship, type of a uh, marriage type of a relationship. And because we don't allow that, so therefore we say you can't do the mitzvah yibam. Because if you were to do the mitzvah yibam to one of them, let's say one brother did the mitzvah yibam to one of the sisters, so then he would be fully married to one sister and just this other Zika type of a relationship to the other sister and that we don't allow because you're having a relationship with uh, a certain uh, marriage type of relationship with both sisters and we don't allow you to marry sisters and so therefore we tell you to do Chalitza instead of doing Yibam, both brothers, meaning one brother does Chalitza to one, let's say and the other brother does Chalitza uh, to the other one but both brothers cannot, neither brother could do Yibam. That is step one. Step one is that case. Step two now is, let's say you have the same scenario, but what happens is, is that you have two sisters, and let's say one sister is related in some other way to one of the brothers. So let's say it's the daughter of one of the other brothers. And the other sister is the daughter of the other brother. Let's say they share uh, a mutual mother. Let's say that's the case where they're also sisters, but they're also uh, the daughters of the brothers. We'll get into greater detail in a minute about this, but just to make things simple, that's the case where you have uh, two daughters, but there's one's the daughter of one brother, one's the daughter of the other brother. They happen to also be they're also sisters because they share. Uh, the same mother, and then they marry their uncles. They one marries one uncle, one brother, the live brother. Uh, sorry, the the brother who's going to die, and one marries the other brother. Uh, so you have two sisters who now fall to Yibum because their husbands passed away without any children. These sisters are also one is the daughter of one of the remaining live brothers, one is the daughter of the other remaining live brothers. So then the law is in such a scenario that. Because you're related to one to one of the one of the sisters, because it's also your daughter, so therefore that's not viewed. There's no zika in that case. We don't view it because there's a, a complete exemption of even rechalitza. It's as if, from your perspective, you, the brother, the live brother, from your perspective, there's only one person who is now uh, has the potential to do even rechalitza. One of the sisters, not the other sister, because the other sister is related to you, so you only have one sister. So in that case, you're allowed to do even rechalitza to that. You're allowed to do Yibam to that, to that sister that's not your daughter. And then the other brother could also do Yibam to the other sister because for the other brother, the other sister is, is his daughter. And so therefore each one could do Yibam as long as they do Yibam to uh, the sister that's not their own daughter. Okay, so that's, the, that's a, a confusing case. But that is the law. That is 
That would be the law in a case where you have two brothers who are married to two sisters, the brothers pass away, and the two sisters are also happen to be related to uh, each of the brothers. One is related to one of the brothers, the, one, the other one is related to the other brother, so that because they're not, uh, we don't view it as though the two sisters are also zakuk, they have this marriage type of relationship to each brother, because they're already exempt completely because they are relatives, uh, so then one brother could do yibam to the sister that they're not related to um, in any way, and then the other brother could do yibam to the other sister uh, to the one that they're not related to in any way. Okay, so the Gemara now now says as follows within that within that that's the introduction. The Gemara says v'chein tani rebichia b'kulan ani korban azur lazem uteres lazev azur lazem uteres lazev v'achusa shehi vimta. So, Rebbechia says that with regards to all the cases of our Mishnah, all 15 cases, you could come up with scenarios where you have two brothers who are married to two sisters, those two, and, there's, and those brothers pass away, you have, two, excuse me, you have two other brothers who are alive. Now, those sisters are also related through any of the 15 cases that we have in our Mishnah. You, the, the, you can have any of the cases in our Mishnah of all 15 cases, and the two brothers are then related to those two sisters. Each one, one is related to one sister, one is related to the other sister. They're not both related to both sisters, but one is related to one sister, one is related to the other sister through any of the 15 cases in our Mishnah. That's what Rebbechia says. And then we'll apply the principle that you're, you're forbidden to the one that you're related to, but then you're allowed to do Yibam to the one that you're not related to. Um, and that's, that's, that's unique. In general, if you just had two sisters, let's say there's two brothers are, are married to two sisters and the brothers passed away, so then we would tell the remaining brothers to do chalitza because you can't have a marriage type of relationship with both uh, with both sisters. Okay, so this is unique that you would be forbidden to the one that you're related to and permissible to the one that you're not related to when two brothers marry two sisters and the brothers pass away at the same time. Again, this is all happening when they pass away at the same time. <coughs> and so both sisters now are in the state of of either doing Yibam or Chalitza. So now the Gemara says, Rabbi Yehuda metargim mechamosa ve'ela chavoshisa babedirisha lo. Rabbi Yehuda says that we do not, we cannot really include this in our Mishnah. We can't, it doesn't work for all the cases in our Mishnah. It doesn't work for the first six cases. Why doesn't it work for the first six cases? The first six cases have to do with a daughter. So let's, the daughter scenario, either daughter or granddaughter, those type of scenarios, those were the first six cases of our Mishnah. And if we go back to the case that we just discussed, you have two sisters who are married to two brothers. Those sisters also happen to be, the one is the daughter of one live brother, one is the daughter of the other live brother, and they share a mother. They essentially share a mother. So the problem is, is that it's, it's not allowed. Uh, you can't, how is it possible for them to share a mother if one brother married this mother uh, so then the other brother, even if they got divorced, the other brother cannot marry that mother because it's now the sister-in-law. You're not allowed to marry the sister-in-law unless it's in the context of Ibam. So um, there is no, you can't have that scenario. So the only way to have that scenario is if it's not actually the brother's wife, but it's a case that we discussed in the past. Uh, now it becomes very confusing. It's a case of rape. If the brother raped uh, this person, and then there's the daughter from it, and then the other brother also, um, then also uh, rapes this person, and so then you have another daughter from it, and then those daughters marry uh, the 
the their uncles essentially, uh, the brothers who then pass away. That would be the scenario. And our mission is not discussing cases of rape. Our, our mission is discussing cases of marriage. So therefore, you really can't have this scenario for the first six cases, which is discussing daughters, because it would, would require a, a, a child which is not from a marriage. Uh, so that's that's the thing where it says, So our mission is discussing a marriage. It's discussing only marriages, so therefore it can't be included it can't be a case of the first of the first six cases of our Mishnah. That's Rav Yehuda. Abai says no. Metargim af bidu min also came to shulchan mishkachas law ibayim in aonsin tahave ibayim in aonsin tahave. Abai says that no, really our Mishnah could discuss cases of aonsin, cases which is outside of a regular marriage. It could be cases of where the child is a child. That our Mishnah does discuss cases where the child is a child from a situation of a rape. But he adds as follows. So it could discuss the first six cases, but it cannot discuss the last case. The last case is It cannot discuss the case of the case of a non-concurrent brother. The case of uh, where um, the, the, the just the regular cases where the brother is not alive anymore and the brother was never alive when the, the brother who passes away passes away without any children and then only afterwards is the brother born. The, that brother is born. So we say that there is no mitzvah of Yibam or Chalitza because they were never alive at the same time. That's the non-concurrent brother. So Abayi says that we're never going to have a case uh, where where the non where you have two sisters who are married to two brothers and then the, the both brothers pass away and then you have two remaining brothers but they were born afterwards uh, to one sister, one brother was born afterwards to one sister, one brother was born afterwards to the other sister, you never have that case uh, of a non-concurrent brother in such a scenario. And again, the details for that, why that won't exist, uh, we will discuss later. But the Gemara says, My time I came to Rav Shimon, who This ends up being a dispute. Is it possible to have a situation of a non-concurrent brother uh, in the situation where two brothers marry two sisters? That is really up uh, that, that is a dispute between uh, the Rabbanan and Rav Shimon. And therefore we don't discuss it. We don't discuss disputes, which is what we're really trying to get at. This is the main point. We're trying to get to the fact that do we discuss disputes in the Mishnah or do we not? Rav Safra metargim af yishzacham shalei be'lamo mishkachas la b'shisa achim ba'libu d'Rav Shimon v'simonech turning to 10a yudamav meis nolad v'yivim meis nolad v'yavam that no, Rav Safra says that we do discuss disputes. It is possible to discuss uh Disputes, and according to Rabbi Shimon, it is possible to have a case of a non-concurrent brother, where the two remaining brothers, one is a non-concurrent brother to one of the sisters, one is a non-concurrent brother to the other sister. It is possible to come up to a situation. Hopefully, on the uh, WhatsApp group, I'll also post a document if, in case anybody that wants to analyze this further. It gives a whole diagram and pictures uh, for you to see how this would apply for Rabbi Shimon, but it wouldn't apply for the other opinion for the Rabbanon. But the point is, the end of the day, the point is, is that Rav Safra says that we will discuss disputes in the Mishnah. The Mishnah could discuss cases which is not agreed by all, uh, because this would fit for Rav Shimon, but it wouldn't fit for the Rabbanon. And so we go back, that's, that's the question. So how could Rebbe say that we don't discuss any disputes? We see that Rav Safra says that we will discuss disputes in our Mishnah. 
and we'll have disputes between Rabbi Shimon and the Chachamim in our Mishnah, in the Mishnah that we're discussing. So the Gemara says, the Gemara answers, this is, we'll discuss, quote this one last line on the, on the recording, El Rebbe, Hani Klali Leslie, we say that according to Rebbe, Rebbe says he doesn't have the rules of Rebbe This whole idea of Rebbe that uh, for all the cases of the Mishnah, you can have a situation where two brothers are married to two sisters, and those sisters are also related in some way. For all 15 cases in our Mishnah, they can be related to the two live brothers. After those brothers pass away, uh, there's two live brothers remaining, so all 15 cases can apply to them. Rebbe doesn't hold of that. Since Rebbe doesn't hold of this entire opinion, so therefore, Rebbe could still maintain the position that the Mishnah does not discuss disputes. The whole question was based on, it was based on the idea that the, all 15 cases could apply to this scenario where two brothers marry two sisters. Rebbe says that, no, that's not true. Not all 15 cases could apply in that scenario. And therefore, Rebbe can maintain the position that our Mishnah does not discuss uh, disputes. Again, this was, a, this was a difficult Gemara, especially to keep all the entire family structure in your head. I will try to uh, share a document for those of you that are on the WhatsApp group if you want to analyze this further.